Spinning to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. They'll know we are like On the top row crowd already know how I fly to the f Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don of the Mid-Atlantic, the Great Middle Region's Best Kept Secret. I am the Don, Chaz Evans, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast presents Chaz and Friends. All right, this is our weekly wrestling debate show, but it's not about me. Well, it is about me because it's my show, but let me introduce you my friends because they're just as important as me. All right, let's start this off first. This guy right here, all right? He is the, the he's the, he, the figurehead, okay? All right? He's the guy that makes us money. Because if you saw this face in, in the boardroom, or if you saw Damien's face, you would definitely laugh at us. So, he is the what landlord of the I am Exactly I my point. Done, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he is the landlord of the dog pound. He is the red dog of red dogs. And you can catch him in the New England area because he's an independent wrestler up there. Okay? Book him. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the red dog. What's up? It's the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get your job done, and your friendly neighborhood red dog. And also, Damien, like, I get deals done without coercion. Like, I just, I don't threaten people. Like, I just, it doesn't happen. Like, naturally, people are like, hey, you know what? Let's do business with, let's do business with Cliff. Where if, when they see you, they're like, what does Damien have on me? <laughs> Even though they exactly. should know what they, what Exactly. I, I get it done, though. I get it done. It's an honest day work of a liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, with that being said, all right. He needs no introduction because he is the supervillain, ladies and gentlemen. All right. He was there for the first wrestling match. Okay. He was, he was literally there. All right. In the right there in the crowd watching the very first wrestling match. And then today we're going to talk about the latest firing in wrestling. But ladies and gentlemen, he is the supervillain. He is 4,000 million trillion years old. That's because he's been there that long. Yeah, ladies and, and gentlemen, Damien Fatal. <laughs> ah, yep, yep. And guess what? I'm in fuck around find out mode today. So oh, geez, I'm fuck oh. around and find out. Oh man, <laughs> that's a lot. so like good because I. <laughs> so when when my wife, uh, what you call it? Normally, when uh, my wife and kids they they leave normally leave when I do the uh, when we do the show, but they're here today, so I gave her a warning. I said. Yeah, I'm gonna be loud today. I got a lot uh, on my mind. <laughs> okay, There's a lot on all around mine. And I was like, I told her, I was like, just fair warning, I, I, I will be loud today. And she was like, great. <laughs> so if you're in that type of mood, if you're in that mood, and I'm in my mood, all right, Cliff, are we getting red? Uh, are we getting hot, uh, hot ass red dog today too? Is, is I, bet, I bet, I bet this will be the rare time where all of us decide that it's time to like go off. For a little oh, yes, <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> Listen, I have been waiting four years, all right, for this moment to happen where everyone is riled up. Let's get <laughs> right down to it. First of all, if you have not already done so, make sure you follow us on all your favorite social media. Uh, platforms three count underscore pod on X, but three count pod everywhere else. All right, even it's on Twitter. Twitter. I, it's fucking Twitter. Okay, Twitter. It's, it's, it's Twitter. 
It's you're right. Twitter. It is Twitter. Twitter. It is Twitter. Twitter. Fuck that X shit. I, that's what everyone look when all the big wig media's personalities are calling it X. I gotta follow suit. I'm not gonna be behind on the time. I'm not a follower. I'm a leader, sir. That's well, you goes right back to calling it uh, Twitter, though. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, <laughs> subscribe to us on YouTube. <laughs> all right, please subscribe to us on YouTube because, like, if you haven't done so, we gotta. You should know. Cause we got all the cool become, content. We got. That's gonna become why, isn't it? Fuck me. <laughs> if, you, if you have not hit that bell button so you get a notification, make sure you do that so you always know when we drop our fire content. Our interview show uh, now went to the ring and now entering the ring two hundred one is also on our YouTube channel. So subscribe to that. Also, for our podcast listeners who are listening to us on their favorite podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast.com, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. And if, if you're on Apple Podcasts, all my Apple users, make sure you give us a five-star frog splash off of Planet Vegeta. You know what? If you, are, if you have an, on an iPhone, you just need to get a new phone. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's even crazier that you said Planet Vegeta because I feel like with what's going on right now, five minutes into the show, just like Planet Vegeta, it exploded and gone all sorts of off the rails. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, make sure you give the yeah, five star frog splash review. Someone definitely but, out there is like, "What a nerd!" Right, exactly. <laughs> They're probably like, "What a nerd, Planet Vegeta." What is that? Why the hell am I watching this? I thought this was a wrestling thing. I thought they were right, about like they haven't talked anything talk about, about like wrestling. CM Punk. <laughs> right, I'm I'm waiting yeah. to hear about what's with CM Punk. CM that's Punk. What, that's what Woo! the teaser was. <laughs> it, yeah, was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was. was. Yeah. All right. I, I guess this, you want to jump into it, or you want to do? Uh, you fine. Let's business first. No, let's get down to it. If you you already know to buy a shirt. So, <laughs> buy one. <laughs> listen to our interview show. <laughs> and do that. <laughs> seriously. Honest. Yeah, listen to that. All right, look. Let's get down to it. CM Punk. All right. As always, he's our favorite guy to talk about over the last two and a half years. CM Punk. That's always uh, either CM Punk, Roman Reigns, or Charlotte Flair, or Tamina. That's normally... How this show rolls. Well, we've been talking about or Jericho. Less WWE <laughs> yeah. That's facts. If we have been. really. If you want to, if you really want to think about it, it's, it's, he's been on everybody's mouth from the since he left WWE. That's right. since so let's get to it. Run. It is official. CM Punk is terminated. All right. <laughs> so is there a chance for a CM Punk match? For- <laughs> <laughs> I love this comments already coming in, and I just missed them, so I'm like, super um, CM Punk was terminated as an employee and as a wrestler from All Elite Wrestling. It is the official first <laughs> firing for the young upstart wrestling promotion. Second, wasn't Jimmy Havoc like fired too? No, he was. I remember he no, retired. He retired. Like, they were. They were. Um, gonna, they were legit gonna. They were gonna fire him, and then he ultimately decided just to retire. So, oh, he so he did it smartly. Yeah, smart man. 
Smart man. Look yeah. at that. He's like, no, no, that. No, 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 no. You're not firing Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc retires. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess Punk kind of quit too, didn't he? It, 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 no, more. that motherfucker got fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he got fired, but I'm just saying he said that he was going to quit. So, so let's get. He got fired on his day off. <laughs> he did. He did. Chaz is trying to like, get it in. We're, like, no, we're, we're just going to throw day this out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your day off, bro. Because I have, I have a whole think piece on this CM Punk joint. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, put, your, put your piece out there. No, 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 Wanted to yes. fuck around and find. Yeah, out. everybody knows the situation. Everybody knows the situation. But the, qu- the the thing is, this was it the right move? Was this the right move? That's the that's the topic. Was this the right okay. move? Yeah. I, don't know I got my answer for that. Listen, listen. <laughs> Look, okay, okay. Let me go. Let me let me go. Let me go. Okay. This kid. This kid. Like. I, I can't even say anything bad about Jungle Boy, right? This guy went out and tested the waters and then went further, right? And then Punk said what he said. What really kills me, right, was the fact that Tony Khan is up there with this fucking microphone, right? Like, I have never been so scared in my life. Like, oh, thank you. the fuck up. <laughs> like, what? You are like, the man eating this shit. Look, you cannot say that. Vince has never went out there and been like, oh, man, today I shit myself because Stone Cold came at me. Like, when Brock <laughs> Lesnar threw the title at Vince, we never heard Vince go, I was scared for my life, brother. Like, that never happened. So I'm still, like, so lost at, like, this speech that you gave, like you made, like, and I get it. Yes, I understand. Like you were scared in the back, like monitors are falling on you, right? Like everybody's like, there's a big battle going on. <clears throat> whatever, whatever, you know, believe half what you hear and or believe half what you see and none what you hear, but it's like no, legitimately for that. Because yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, it, it is what it is. That's his point. I'm like, bro, like you're the you're the guy that's riding this ship and you're the one out there to talk about it. As for Jack, like, hey, man, test the waters, dude. You you said they, they gave you the approval to do what you wanted to do. Punk came in and tried to override some shit on a show that really didn't – on a situation that didn't involve him. He got himself into something that he, it didn't really matter. And then, like, Jack took it a step further on something that didn't matter. <laughs> Like you're in the zero hour breaking glass. Sure, cool. You wanted to you wanted to swing your dick because you're like, I'm a pillar of this company and no one's gonna fire me. And Phil's is like, I'm gonna test these waters too. And then Phil got fired. But it's just so dumb to me that Tony was just sitting up there like, you said your piece, man, right? You're the bad guy sometimes. You gotta be that dude. And you gave your piece, and then you just went off the rocker, and you were like, "I was so scared of my life, I didn't know what to do." So I just, I, I, I valued what the people with the the being in charge of the committee, the punishment committee, and I just went with them, and then it all falls on me, and lo and lo, behold, on me. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you should just shut the fuck up and just let that shit ride, and not said anything. I don't think, to be real. Punk's not in the wrong for checking Jungle Boy to make sure that he's being safe, right? And I understand that part. 
But in the same token, man, if you got it cleared from everybody from the top down, your point is irrelevant. It goes back to that whole situation where Booker T was talking about when Punk came in and talked about, I'm the locker room leader, you know, make sure you pick up your trash. And then Booker threw, it on, threw a snicker bar on the ground and was just like, I'm not picking that up. And he did. <laughs> he just left. It's just like true leaders don't tell people they're the leader. They just know they are. And to see Punk kind of getting his feelings because someone pushed the fucking boundaries, like it's just it's stupid. And then I look at Jack, and Jack was like, I'm gonna push the buttons because it's real glass, cry me a river. Like, shut Ugh. up, man. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm gonna look. One of the comments just came in. I'm gonna put this on there. The best Phil is in our chat right now. I don't care what anybody says. Phil <laughs> is in the chat right now. Yes, I like that. Phil. I like that. Yes, that's yes. it. I'm sorry. Uh, there's my, there's my I wanted. Brain. I wanted to. I wanted to throw something out there real quick. So, like you said, like Punk was set know, up. <laughs> oh no, he was. I'm gonna talk about that in a bit. I'm gonna yeah, talk exactly. about that when we <laughs> my gear. I'll right, talk cool. about that. Cool. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. Go ahead. With that, with that being said, so from my understanding, from what I heard, Jungle Boy was told by doctors, Shivani, and several other people to not do the glass spot, even though he had permission from Punk. They came to Punk to tell him to say something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Time out real quick. Time out real quick. I'm gonna let you finish, Damien. Cause look, I just cause it's, it's just Cliff. We we had the same conversation. Did we not have the same conversation? Did we not have this conversation about what Bully said on Busted Open? Yeah. On how it does not matter. There's an oh man, yeah. Go ahead, say it. Say, so, it, say, it, say it. And it and it, it is it's it's crazy. And, uh, I, that's why this is this. I, the, this whole punk thing has just been. It's been. I, I've been laughing at it honestly. I'm. I, I like. I, said, I'm, I am upset. Being I, like I said, I'm a CM Punk fan. I I've always enjoyed punk, but like it's a little bum hurt. Like darn, I didn't get to see him wrestle again. Like I was. I was in his last match in Baltimore. You know, before he left that year, I was like, darn, I didn't get to a show to see punk yet. But whatever. But look, if <laughs> it was about agents. And so you have to respect your agents. And being as you have to respect the people in charge. If what happens is this. In WWE, you don't talk to Vince right after the match. You don't talk to Vince unless Vince wants to talk to you. You'll talk. The first people you see coming out of uh, when you, once you come through Gorilla is the agent. They tell you, what was up, what's up, this, that, and the third. Exactly. And AEW, what you call it, they go straight to Tony. Tony and, and Tony is gonna is gonna be you know not I hate to say the term but being a mark on what he is yeah man it was a great match great match oh buddy I loved it love it loved it five star five star then they go see the agent yeah man you know so your foot placement is off and yeah that spot yeah I I, would, I cut that completely out all right cool but Tony liked it what the fuck I like who all right cool what who cares what you say. And you got and At like that point is why and, and, and punk and, and that's why whereas punk is right where in the first media scrum where he says they you know when he, it was a question it was asked that was like well, how does it feel with all these minds you know all these great minds y'all have backstage he like yes I mean it don't mean nothing you don't want to use it like you have all these great minds and they're telling you this stuff but if Tony goes yeah nah man what you're doing is fine why do I need to listen to you 
Why do I need to listen to a Jerry Lynn that's backstage? Why do I need to listen to a Mark Henry or a Chris Jericho? People that like legitimately, let's be keeping Buck for despite a Chris, big right? A Christian, show. a Paul White, a big show. Billy Gunn, Arn Anderson. Arn. Like they got a slew of fucking people. And all these young kids are like, yo, fuck it. That's free. I guess that's free knowledge, but it's like. But here's like something, right? I think it goes back to where. You reach Leadership. a certain level, right? And you've got suck. to this level, and now you're like, I don't need to be heard from anybody else, right? Like, I just, I don't have to hear anybody because the owner told me I did a great job. I don't got to listen to these other people. And it's weird because, like, you would think that when you got to that level, right, even if the owner told you, hey, man, like, you did a great job, right, you would think that you would still want to go out and search for that other advice, like the bigger advice to help you grow, right? Because let's be real, right? Larry Fitzgerald, right, for those guys who don't know, he played for the Arizona Cardinals most of his career, right? I think it was all of his career. Anyway, <laughs> going to be hands down one of the greatest receivers of all time. One of the greatest, right? That dude used to hold on camps with other elite receivers that were being ran by guys like Michael Irvin, Jerry uh, Jerry Rice, uh, Tim Brown, uh, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, and Marvin Harrison. Some of the greatest minds of receivers in the game. And he was having those guys come to a practice that he was holding with other elite receivers to make them more elite. So in, in the mindset, like guys have to have that mindset that I can go and do the same thing. If I go out and find guys like a Jerry Lynn, like a Dean Malenko, like a big, big show, like a Mark Henry and gain more knowledge. But you have a guy like Jack, like Jungle Boy and I get it. Jungle Boy, you know, PWG went through, worked his ass off, got to AW, right? you still would think that you want to get up to that next level and keep pushing to get that next level. But at some point, yeah, like P-W-G. they just checked out. They're just like, nah, like I'm, I'm at where I'm at. PWG wasn't fire. hasn't been fire since the young bucks were there in 2014. Don't tell me PWG like that means something. But that what? was the start of AEW. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's, yeah, that's it fine. Much was. That's what I'm getting. At. That's all I'm getting. At. I'm not getting it. Yeah. Like, PWG is like the elite of the elite. It, it is a good show, and you do get a lot of great matches in there, but that's not where I'm getting at. I'm getting at the point that just because you were here, now you're here, you can stop being here and not think about getting to another level. Like, AEW is not the top of the, of no, the crop. This is not the crop. Unfortunately, it's not. Um, so, do I think Tony made the right decision? Tony had to do something. At this point, he had to do something. Is it really sad that he grew a set of balls finally? Yes. Yes, it is. Can this hurt him? Uh, maybe. Maybe. He might have a tough time in Chicago, but I think he'll be okay. But he had to do something. Like, you saw this. It's on video. It happened in front of you. You did nothing to stop it. The only thing left you got to do is somebody's got to lose their job. And, I mean, granted, no, I didn't want to see Punk lose his job, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. If I was in the same same position, like, Jack Perry wouldn't have been escorted out of the building. He would have been taken out on the stretcher. Somebody brought that. I would have dropped. Wasn't there, like, like I would have dropped Facebook that was going around talking about Taker if it was, like, 96 and Taker was in the back and Jack would have done something like that? Then they're like, you know. Jungle Boy would have stepped up to to take her. Take her would have punched him in the face, knocked him out, and just went out, and wrestled his match, and nothing would have happened about it. And I was like, 
I mean, yeah, that's that was the nineties. That's the way things were wrestling. Run, right? uh, yeah, but this all right. So now. I, I'm from that old school, right? This is point blank in general. <laughs> but with that being said, like, I'm sorry, as a person and as a man, I ain't gonna let nobody fucking check me, especially live in front of a bunch of fucking people. They they gonna fuck that's... around and find out. Point blank <laughs> in general. This is wrestling. Like, seriously, I get it that the culture has changed, but at the root of it, man, like, we handle our problems with ourselves. Like, it doesn't need to be publicized. Well, that we is always, in the locker room. And that's the thing. That's the thing. And, that, and that's another thing. I, ultimately, I look, there, there, there was issues from the start from this company, period. As far as a leadership issue, we've stated it on the yeah. show. Because... Yeah. There, this is not the first scuffle that's happened backstage. No, no, it's just the biggest. <laughs> it's, it's exactly, exactly that's the because, only reason. Because look, because remember what you call it, Thunder Rosa and 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 and, and Britt Baker and all. Well, not even just Britt. It was Thunder Rosa versus the, all of them, all the ladies. Yeah, that was a situation. No one really talked about it. It was a little chatter here there, but no one really talked about it. All right, Andrade and Sammy. Andrade, why, yeah. Why, why didn't Andrade get fired? He like legitly hit this man. Andrade, Eddie, and Sammy and he got sent home. Yeah, and he got sent home. And then Sammy got to like for what he did to escalate the situation. He got the main event and get the victory. My at the same time, at, at the same night that that happened. And then it's favoritism. I, and not even the thing. Not, 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 I forget what Sammy did. Sammy, the, the comments with Mercedes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he still got a job. My man still got a job. But let me That's just put somebody in a headlock that I do anyway in the ring. Like he gets fired. It's it's, and then it just is it, it from the jump. There's it's something. There's just there's there's just there been always an be issue. More stuff though going behind. And the then the disciplinary stuff. team. Did you did y'all did y'all see the names of people who yeah. on the disciplinary no, team? No, I didn't see who no, was on it. No, who's on it? Huh? Huh? Wonderful. Uh, so Christopher Daniels, Matt Hardy, <laughs> Aubrey. Oh no! And there was someone else. He's I, like fucked from jump. He was fucked from the first name you said. Um. Oh, I I thought I saved it, but Aubrey. And there's another one. There's another name I can't. It escapes me. Oh wow! I can't find it. Darn. And That's that was fair. I tried to. Be that was fair. fair. That yeah. was fair. Uh, bro, like it's all, it's all, that it's fair. it's all. Who's all buddy buddy with who? Really? Exactly. Yo, it was a setup. It was a setup from Jump. They were like, "Yo, Jungle Boy, go out there and like say something smart ass and watch Punk get fired." Come on, everybody <laughs> has to know that if he got into another physical altercation, I'm pretty sure he signed something that was like, "Yo, this is automatic termination." The like, decision came up way too fast, way too fucking easy. Did I see it happening? Yes, actually, though. I did. And then, and then, on, on that, and then, what, what really bothers me is that it looked from all the reports, it all looks like. And then, like I said, we don't know who's there. It's all speculation here, David. But a lot, everyone's saying that Punk was trying when, when Punk came back. Come the second time after the injury and after the whole media scrum last year, he was trying to make the amends with the elite. It was the elite who weren't with it more, more so 
the Bucks because there was a like yeah. it was a meeting that's supposed to be had in Wembley or what you call it before. Yeah, the week before. It, to squash everything, to mend fences, and they cancel yeah, on that. And, and then the, the day they get fired, right? The day he gets fired, who on, who's on CM Punk show now? Yeah, exactly. Who took a victory lap after the cameras cut? Right, come on, guy. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's okay, but that's okay, though. Like, I, it's, it I always, know. and the funny thing is this, and when... <laughs> and it, it like I never liked the Bucks to begin with, like <laughs> I've always stated that, and it makes me not really, really not like them, cause like no, they were better when they were Generation Me, and I wasn't even watching them then. I probably and then like when I realized I was, I, when, I I, was. when I realized who was and I it clicked. I was like, wow, they weren't that you know didn't care for them to remember them because I've probably seen. We really were. They were always an off-brand Hardy Boys. Let's call it. A Thank you. So look, that was my night. Yeah, AEW still has Jeff. Jeff's a DUI away from getting fired. Yeah. Oh, he's on there too. He oh, is, so you got both. Yeah. No, he's yeah. still. Yeah. It's, no, he's not on the list. But I. But it's just like. It's a. Yeah. You got his. So yeah, you got his. Right. I get. I get the aspect of like, yeah, you know, Christopher Daniels and and Aubrey Edwards and Matt. Right. They're all buddy buddy with the with with those guys. There's right? another. There's another name on there, and I wish but I it's remember. It's almost like it's almost to the point where it's 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 comical. Oh, Shivani, Shivani, oh. Shivani. It's it's comical when you hear like there, oh, there, that, <laughs> and it's it's weird because it's comical in the sense that like you know who you know who's on this roster now that you say those four names now I'm like damn like you kind of like you're almost gonna start feeling bad for Punk right because now the crowd's gonna be like oh they find out all this stuff they're gonna come back and they're gonna be like yo get them get them the hell out of here I think the difference is is there might have been like a lot of stuff that was going on behind the scenes that just things weren't vibing worth with right i'm pretty sure like, i just say that with like with punk right because yeah punk's in I'm a bag sure. he has this whole tv show that's developed around him right that let's be real because that's what collision is that wasn't really yep. it if 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 punk's not there aw dark and dark elevation is still going on right now <laughs> like it's just well like they close those down so that they can open this up um i think my, my biggest problem with that though is that you have you have this dude who legitimately has been causing problems in the back, right? And I say that in a sense of punk, like he wanted to get in there, he just wanted and he full service, right? He said this, I just want to come in and I just want to help grow the team, right? That's the first thing he talks about, right? Just want to grow people and make it better, make his situation better. And then out of nowhere, here comes this fucking promo from Hangman that just goes in on him, right? For no reason. Right. Right. But you know why? Because obviously, you know, there's two guys in the back that are like, hey, you should say some shit and let's see what happens. Then what happens? Phil gets in his feelings because that's what Phil does. And then he goes off and defends himself. Right. And he tells him he's like, hey, man, like the apology needs to be as big as, uh, as the accusation or whatever he said. Right. And then they get into a scuffle right after the match or after the, after the show. They both get suspended. They both get moved off. And I'm sure when he came back. He's like, hey, we're gonna have a drama, drama-free locker room in Collision. We're not gonna have that shit that happens on Dynamite. Blah 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 blah. And in the midst of it, they brought it up on Wrestle Talk, right? They were talking about how it just seemed like Punk was like always in the middle of somebody else's drama. That just didn't matter. And then Jack Perry was clearly this this situation that broke the camel's back. And like, yeah, and but like, 
Why was why did why did Punk have to go do tell Jack? Why because, like I said, well, all right. So look, we also have to remember this: he got fired from being a wrestler and an employee. So obviously, he was doing other stuff behind the scenes. True. So therefore, if Collision is his show, he was probably like the main person that everybody was like running shit mm. for. Therefore, if you have a group of people saying, yo, this dumb motherfucker wants to use real glass and have another Goldberg incident. And I understand, like, not wanting that situation. Yo, you need to say something to this kid. But then, like. Not trying to listen. But come to think about it. Isn't car glass plexiglass anyway? Like, uh, only the front windshield. Yeah. The, I mean, the side, windshield, the side windshield can break in small pieces. But it's a lot easier to like really fuck yourself up for right. trying to break in that. Full transparency, hand. when it comes to that Goldberg situation, right in the real glass, he was the idiot that put his hand through the wrong. Oh yeah. Glass. Oh no. I that didn't was say he fault. wasn't. That was his fault. But they I'm had just saying. Glass in that car. <laughs> like, what I, I guess what I, I mean for me, what I'm saying is like Jungle Boy should have used his head when it came to that situation. You could have still did that and not used real glass. And it still looked believable. Like at the end of the day, you gonna put your career on the line because you're a fucking moron. And like, I, I fucking hate that guy. I really do. I really do. I'm not sure if I hate him more or or Jericho more. I still think it's Jericho. <laughs> but he's like right there. It's weird. Right. That a guy it's who, it's a guy who can work though, right? As in punk, right? A guy who's working. And bringing viewers and bringing all this stuff in and bringing revenue and more and more people are coming to see the shows, right? That all of a sudden, like, he has these two big incidents with the EVPs, right? And then let's just call it what it is because Tony calls it that way, the, one of the pillars. And at that point, you make the decision, well, it's those. It's it's him. It's not those guys. And it's like everybody here is at fault. <laughs> like, everybody like everybody. Here is at yeah, everyone. Fault. Everyone. Really? To be fair, Phil, hey, if he got it cleared from everybody from the top down on Dynamite to do and film the angle on Collision, man, listen, I understand where Phil's coming from. I get about saving your body, and I get about, like, wanting to have these long kind of careers. But, hey, he's a grown-ass man. <laughs> like, his name is Jungle Boy. That's just his nickname, man. That dude is Jack Perry. He is, like... 27 years old. Let that man go through the glass. So, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's my age. He's my age. Now, granted, if it was me, yeah, no, I would have let her, I would have, I would have said something. And if he still disagreed, I'd be like, all right, go ahead, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Do that, you? Because that wouldn't have been the hill that I would have died on. That's just me. But I get why CM Punk said something. You know what I mean? I know, I get, I totally understand. Like, I wouldn't want that bullshit on my show. But all right, you told me Tony said you can do it. All right, me and him will have a talk about this later. But you go ahead and do that dumb shit. I'll see you in a month. Yeah. Because you're gonna fuck yourself up, and you're gonna be out for a month. And he was like, and he was getting written off of TV anyway for a week, so he could just go to Hawaii. That was like his yeah. whole ordeal. That's what he wanted to do. It's just, it was just weird, man. And then like, you have the zero hour situation happening, and it's live, and then Jack going on, and that's, and and to be fair, right, that is. That is young man shit going on. <laughs> yeah, like that's child. That like is that's what that is. That 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 Yo. is like that. Because I didn't watch Zero Hour. Like I said, I I didn't watch Zero I Hour. Did. 
And I was watching it with Idol. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see the zero hour, and so that yeah, that's why. Like, just for what? And then, and don't talk about you doing the zero hour. You didn't even do it on pay per view. Like, you're not even that bold. Like, shut you're up, boy. You're, you're on YouTube. Shut up. <laughs> you're on YouTube. Like I said, you're, you're like, that's not, like you. You thought you thought you were like you. You thought you was that dude by doing this, but you're like the parameters. Like, bro, you're on YouTube. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> you thought you were gonna ride that and be like, yeah, I just called out punk on YouTube. Listen, <laughs> Jack Perry doing that situation. Dweeb. Hey, bro, you did that on YouTube. Dweeb. This show and that thing happened on the same same site. Like, right, bro. Like. Only for all that, you could do it on our show. Thousand people saw you do that shit. Like, right. Cool. <laughs> like, uh, no, I just when I saw that, I was like, oh, I kind of want to fuck up. I want to fuck. I wanted to fuck him up for punk. If I'm gonna be honest, I like I saw that. I was just like, why? <laughs> like, why? Why did you take that couple of seconds to do that, knowing that when you walk back there through Gorilla, you got to come across this guy. Right, like he's not about to go up next. Like he's not about to open the show. The next match. Like they're not going live. And then my thing is this. So you, Tony, you telling me you didn't see that happen. And you didn't take precautions to be like, you know what? I think I need to de-escalate this. Right. (laughs) Why? Like, why didn't you do anything? But you were afraid for your life. If you were that afraid for your life, you would have got your ass up and told those niggas to stop. Because you're the fucking boss. This is how, you know, like, these guys run these ideas by Tony and then explain to him about, like, how great of an idea this is going to be, right? Let's talk about, like, MJF situation, right? Where he literally came on TV and called Tony Khan a fucking mark, right? On live TV, and everybody's like, oh, this is such good shit. It was like, bro, you were doing the same thing that Jericho was telling the tag team division to do in year one. Like, stop burying people that don't need to get buried. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And instead, Tony Khan doesn't say anything. And it just keeps going, keeps going. And then here comes these escalations of situations that you don't know how to handle. So you have got to have, like, you've got to have a better structure. Like, after the matches, like, and to be fair, right, just like how you mentioned with Vince, right, you don't meet with Vince first. You don't get to meet with Tony first and you talking about how great your match was. No, go to the fucking back, talk to one of your fucking agents, the guys who are going to tell you what you did well, and then if Tony wants to talk to you, then go talk to Tony about what happened. But it is so mind-boggling that the situation gets so massive that your, your biggest draw on collision and the guy who is probably going to be the biggest draw for tonight's show is gone. That's factual. Cause I sure didn't watch Collision. I, I didn't either. I watched Payback. I watched Payback. Exactly. I watched Payback. I I, I, I watched the beginning of. I watched the very beginning of Collision because I wanted to see what was what he, like, was going to happen. What was about to happen? No, but, I wanted to see how the fucking fans were reacting, and they reacted exactly. That's exactly. The way that that's I perfect, Cliff. Make sure you clip that. <laughs> Clip that and Somebody and gif that, give it and gif it to me. Because like yeah, like that's perfectly on how Tony looked. Um, but yeah, man, we've been. I, I want to move on because we got more stuff to talk about. But I know like the punk thing is just the whole thing is wild. 
Um, I don't we'll talk more about it with grinds my gears because that's exactly that's, exactly. That's so, <laughs> so, man, it's just the whole. All in all, I think it. I think for on my personal opinion, I don't think he should have been fired. Um, and if he was fired, I think Jack should have been should be fired as well. Uh, it should not just be one or, or one or or the other. Both. It's either both or none. At least that's how I feel in the situation. Because Jack Perry at the end of the day should not be going into no camera trying to, you know, trying to shoot. Like, not on, not on, it's like, not no. Repercussions. And if you're, right whether here. you're the biggest name on the card or one or the, the bottom, or the, yeah. Fuck around and you're going to get fired. That should have just been, that's right. That's, I agree with that 100%. That should have been the move. No, definitely heads down. Should have been both, not just one. Like, but. Like, or the, like at, at the end of the day, it was escalated because somebody wanted to be a dumbass and make an ass of the company and themselves live on YouTube. And maybe pay-per-view somebody was watching it on TV. And you're right. So I want to just brief point on that, on the comment, and then I'm going to move on to the, uh, what you called to the uh, match of the week. Not match of the week, I'm sorry, uh, temp check. But you're right. He should have JR or Tony Giovanni as his right-hand man, but he, but he doesn't. He, at least he, he's got Shivani. I do know that Shivani does work hand in hand with him. He's got Danielson, but he's too busy, buddy, buddy, with the elite. That's that's really what it is. Uh -huh. yes. I mean, it does. I mean, it's all all elite wrestling. So who am I, right? <laughs> it surely is all elite wrestling. AEW. All right, temp check, y'all. Temp check. <laughs> all right, I'll go first. All right. My hottest, my hottest wrestler, CM Punk. Yeah, like, hands down. Yeah, like like like. Yeah, he's a free agent now, and he can be a dick and go to WWE right now, just to be an asshole. And, and what if he does? What if he goes to Japan? What if, like? Hey, what if, like? Power to him. That's the thing. What if like? Or honestly, he might like. What if he go to Impact? Why <laughs> he go Scott Demore is about to call up Phil, be like, "Hey man, right. hey pal, look, I heard about what happened. Look, I I just want you to wrestle a couple times a year. That's it. I don't. You don't even gotta be here every week. Which which what which what I think Punk should have done. Probably he should. Uh, I mean, he should have not went to AEW. He probably should have went to Impact. No, I don't. No, 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 no. He no. I think he she should have. I I. I always feel like he should have. He, he should, like AEW was for is was for him to be, to do to make his return to wrestling. If you were gonna do it, you got to do it big. Like it's the young upstart. Why not shift the rafters even more? Why not? You know, because AEW was already at that point. They won the war on Wednesday night. Like they're obviously they're already the better company. Like at least to the to the fan population. You know, to the so they're not. They're not. I would cry. I I. The what I the NWA as a company is it what has gotten to be now it sucks it really sucks because they had me they had me hooked I was hooked on NWA uh, they're going through a little bit of a change they're Don't going through a little bit of change no they won't they got too many mm, I'm gonna shut up anyway yeah, I, my, I watched the, I watched the wrestler it wasn't bad oh Patricia. wrestler everybody it's agrees Jericho. hottest wrestler. I figured that was yours. Um, <laughs> it's Jericho. It's like it's Jericho. 
<laughs> Go ahead, Cliff. <laughs> uh, let's see. My coldest wrestler of the week. Yeah. Uh, I let's. I damn, it's a tough call for me today because, like, I want to say Jack Perry. <laughs> oh, that's mine. Is my coldest. That's mine. Like, it's a hard not to, but no, real. You know what? <laughs> he's not. A, he's not a wrestler. He's not a wrestler. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna play. He's not a wrestler. But hey, yo, Tony Khan, bro. Like, I know. Like, I okay. legit work my ass off to like want to get noticed by AEW, but. This week, bro, you got to hold the L and be the coldest wrestler, coldest person of the week. All <laughs> aboard the L trade. I was going to say Tony too, but I figured I'd stick to yeah. it. Grinding, grinding your gears <laughs> to, to, to bury Tony Khan. To the, the yeah, I'm enough. saving it. Yeah, you get a whole segment to talk trash about him. So <laughs> <laughs> I figured, you know, not overkill it. But make it. I make, I got you, brother. I got. It. I understand. No, no, yeah, yeah. I understand. Easy, I understand your logic, bro. All right. Let's let's talk about more happier things, cause yeah, John Cena. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. So, <laughs> well, this... you see his new T-shirt though that has like it has a hole in the towels with his three fingers up. Yes. I was like. That yeah. no way, no fucking way. That that's what that means. Don't 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 do this to me. Don't do this to me because I will forever be pissed. If he holds up the three fingers because of the towel, I'm gonna be like, bro, I am done. I, I will officially be off the John Cena train. Fuck everything after the Doctor of Thugonomics. <laughs> so John Cena's back. Oh. Um, and he's he's gonna be back for a little for a nice little while. I think it's like a nice little two months. Uh, Cena is still alive. Yes, he's still kicking, making movies, but he can't make movies because they're on strike. <laughs> so, got, <laughs> so hey, he gotta pay bills too. Um, <laughs> he got he got so, paid Ford back for uh, selling off that car that they let him buy. <laughs> that, <You're right>. <laughs> so look. He got to make his money. Cena's back. What should Cena be doing these two months? What, what do you want to see Cena do these two months? All right, we'll start with Damien, go with Cliff, then I'll uh, I'll follow up. You know what? If I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't give a fuck as long as I see him on my screen. <laughs> if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, like he can do anything right now. As long as I get a great promo and, you know, the five moves of doom, I'm a happy man. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like John Cena is at that point that he doesn't even have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All he gotta do is show up. Look, I will All say I this. Is All I gotta do is hear the start. Like, it's great. Look, I, I so I agree. I maybe while well, this is real, and this is another topic we all agree on. We went through a whole debate topic, the Jillian. Two minutes, guys. Um, yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, look, I, being as John Cena is my generation, uh, <laughs> and I, I was a, I was a ten year old kid when John Cena was hot, and you know you can't see me the all that. So it is great to see John Cena on TV. Uh, look, he didn't. He was the special guest referee, and that was great. Just Dude, seeing him there. Dude, the little segment he had in the back with the bow tie. I was about to say, yep, when he when he did his southpaw wrestling <laughs> interviewer, I was like, 
I, I like this. This this is great. It it, it's it great to see Cena. Absolutely. Um, I I want to see I want to see Cena mix it up with Cody. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, but I I want to see Cena and I mean, Cody mix it up. Survivor Series, never say never. You're right. Never say never. But if we, <laughs> but like if survive if the Survivor Series is the case, I'd rather. I want to see if they, I don't know. It depends on how they do Survivor Series. If they do the whole SmackDown versus Raw joint, I want I want to see them on you know on on Team Raw, Cody and and I'm see here. Cody. Look, Cody being involved. That's that's fine too. I like the NXT. Like, look, it, it, look, it's not black and gold. All right, now no, it's not. If you do this, if you do it this year, NXT cannot sweep. No, God, any no. of the main roster there oh, because there oh, is no, legit no. no one unless their name is Mellow. <laughs> that's really cooking on the level or as far as main roster. Ooh, I Seth don't think Rollins versus Roman Reigns versus Carmelo is uh. fire. <laughs> that is- <laughs> that's fire. Huh. That's hmm. yeah. I mean we know who's gonna win, but huh. yeah, look still sets up he, possibilities for whoa, anybody. That's, whoa, that's, whoa. So that's as far as I'm taking it. Whoa, you whoa, whoa. Well, you're picking Mellow in that op in that situation. You know why I'm picking Mellow? He could, he could that Seth just delivers a stomp and then gets rolled up. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> that could happen, but that could happen. Mellow could it. easily pull out that's a victory it. on Seth. Real easy. Ah, you're crazy. Y'all are crazy. No, don't do this to me. Cause yeah. when y'all y'all did this, y'all did this with the heel turn of Adam Cole, and that didn't happen, ladies. Oh, folks, we didn't get done. Yeah, it didn't happen. No one turned. No, right? Right. And, then, and guess what? So the match lost two and a half stars for me. <laughs> it did not happen. I y'all had me hooked. And convinced that Adam Cole was turning on MJF. The match I, I was watching, was. I was waiting. I go, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Roddy with the dick kick. Roddy with the dick kick had me. I said, there it is. Didn't happen. So no. Don't tell, don't, don't give me any more ideas. Mysterio, Gunther, and Dom. That is fine. Whoa, go back to that one. What did, what did, what did he say? Mysterio. Gunther and Dom. But you know what the problem would be, though, is that at one point in time, though, Dom will have to be working with Ray to help defeat Gunther. Like, and the crowd will kind of get behind. Not that they're not behind Judgment Day, but they're going to have to get behind uh, Dominic, you know, and I think you might dissipate some of the heat that that man's built up. I think... Brian, are you crazy? All he got to do is, after they get him out the ring, kick his daddy right in the nose. They will <laughs> boo him all over. Just what you talking no, about. Didn't, that didn't man, Dom, that man, Dom Dom is on point. That is true. Okay? Is. There is nothing that little, that is nothing that little boy can't do. I can't call him little. He's like the same age as me. Like, <laughs> that young man is on point. Okay? Yeah, there is nothing. Dom and JD McDonough are MVPs of payback last night. Okay, Judgment Day takeover. All right, remember when y'all were saying Judgment Day need to fizzle out months ago? I don't recall ever saying that. Somebody said it. Maybe it was Damien. I don't think I said it. I feel like you said. 
I didn't say that. That's, that was probably you. That is crazy. It was. No, it wasn't. That was a while. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Make sure to delete that footage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy though like we talk about people that like we want to see cena like what do we want to see cena do i definitely want to see cena um I, cena and dom cena right <laughs> cena and braun breaker let me get that match oh i'm Ooh, I would I'm like not against that. anybody who's on the up and up like ready to come up and get that the, the real rub right like grayson waller i think i want to see i think that's what we're getting i think we are yeah. getting grayson waller and cena i think that that's just the given which is cool that's i'm all for that fun. that's definitely. gonna be fun that's jay be, yeah. of course like yes jay would love to have that braun breaker is definitely like just imagine yeah. like cena about to win that. his match right against like grayson waller and braun breaker comes out and just destroy cena and Grayson Waller gets to win. And then, yeah. like, now we get Braun Breaker versus John Cena at, like, Survivor Series. Bruh. Like, sign me up for that. Oh, wow. <laughs> the I can take that. I can live with that. I and only that. if Cena gives Braun a real match, not that thing he did with Austin Theory. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're... Yeah, well, yeah, Cena. yeah, yeah no choice. Yeah. They ain't no choice. Braun gonna make him work. All right. All right, match of the week. Go. Yeah. <laughs> match, match of the week. Go. Oh, damn. There's been like a lot of good matches from I got in. mine. Yeah. I got yeah, from all in, yeah. 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 I got my yeah, I, I, go in there. That got I got ruined for me. It did. That <laughs> <laughs> got ruined for me. I got, what, what's your, I got what's your match of the week. So I, I got two. I got two. I got a one A and a one B. Okay. Um, I have to, I have to give it to that trios match, the uh, the acclaimed and the uh, House of Black. Uh, of course you do. Uh, I mean, it, wasn't I, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I. <laughs> it was. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And <laughs> my uh, what you call it? My my my. One B is man, them them ladies killed it. Becky and Trish last night in the steel cage. That was in the comment. Shocked me. That was really good. Man, talk and the the funny thing is talk about talk about people going. Man, we don't care about this anymore. To the match getting put off of the pay per view, bruh. Bruh. Yep. I know they came fierce with it. Uh, ooh, I was like, oh, I got a 1C. I got a 1C just because this match was fire too. And I thought it was going to be a real letdown. Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. That was man. Good. That was actually going to be my. Bucks and FTR. So look, here's the thing about that one. The, while the match was great. And as like you just you can't get any like those two they all they they just they just move they just work they work like butter like they just work together. The out of their matches that is the that that the match they had the last one was my least favorite one. Mm. I thought Not, it was kind of their best one. See, really? That's that's that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's wait a minute. First of all, hey, stop. Hold on. Wait. Is the runt involved today or not? Because I need to know <laughs> why. Is the what? Oh, uh, no, I'm drink. I'm no, I'm drinking, and 
remember what the pen is right now, but yeah. So. Okay, so it's not the run. Whatever that is, keep that shit. <laughs> it's, uh, he gave the Crown. bucks a compliment. Yeah. Peach, it's Peach Crown. Peach. It's just uh, real enough to give the, and, uh, the compliment to the Bucks, but not high enough that he can give Chris Jericho the compliment. <laughs> oh, God, hell no. I never give that nigga a compliment. <laughs> I will compliment him when he leaves. Is he going to need some moon rock for that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some moon rock, some cocaine, some shrooms. Oh, my gosh. All righty. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, did you give your match of the week? I did not. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, give your match of the week. Uh, my match of the week is going to be um, Hook and Junk. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to walk off. At the zero hour of AEW. No. Uh, I, you, you were getting a walk off on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yo, uh, let me get. Actually, I, so I, I know a lot of people have been shitting on this match, and I don't give a damn, but let me get Penta versus OC. Like, I loved Orange Cassidy's match with Penta. I know everybody's gonna be like, uh, the Canadian Destroyers, but man, 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 man. I don't care. I was entertained. That's all I cared about. And then let me get my 1B, which will be uh, the Judgment Day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh, and that's, my that's my 1B. <laughs> that actually that surprisingly was... had me hooked. It was. I thought, I was, I thought yeah, the KO was winning. I did too. I really did. I did too. No, I, no, I did too. It like got to the point where it was like, okay, all these people did shit and they are still fighting. I was like, they're there now. <laughs> they're there now. <laughs> fucking then Dom comes out of nowhere. I was like, well, no shit. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. And that was money that, I, that Judgment Day was losing at that point. I thought so too. They towards it when they were trading finishes. I was like, ah, no! <laughs> I was literally <laughs> so. No, nah, it, it was the women's title match a little wonky, it, and it wasn't Rhea's fault. No, I okay. I like, I like, I like good. Raquel. I really no. do like Raquel. Right? I, think I don't. Too. I think I she don't. has. Well, she's listen. I know you don't, okay? I like Raquel Rodriguez as like a wrestler. <laughs> I, I, I don't like her as a wrestler either. I, I, I don't I like her as a wrestler I either. I know you don't. I never, I never, like, even, I was so, I, I was waiting I for her, for Dakota kind of turn on her. I was waiting for her. I loved her when she was a heel. I never liked her. When she, like, Raquel as a heel is more women's. believable than a when she when she wrestled at the women's uh the women's show a couple a few years back now Jesus, uh she was working Casey Canzano and uh Casey got to win and she did a lot of base work and she was like doing a really good job of just like being in position for her and that's why I was like that's why I started liking Rachel at the time <laughs> but now it was Raquel uh I think what it is is she's just like stuck in this this growth where she's in this plateau period right now she's like going to start breaking and start pushing through the glass ceiling. But the only other problem I have with her is that once she loses, like there's really like, you have nowhere to go with her. Like you really don't. And you don't even know what you're doing with her now. Like she's just kind of fiddling yeah. around and then you had her lose to Rhea. You don't even have a plan for her now. What are you going to do now? Put another tag team title on her? Like have her go to, have her go to, to SmackDown or raw and get beat. It's NXT. Like, What's she gonna do? So. Send it back problem. to NXT. 
as a Back big down. ass heel. No, or you can just, you know. You can do the same thing you're doing with Baron Corbin. Nothing. No, you could, you know. <laughs> you could give her her future endeavors. No, but he don't work the normal. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, Chad. Uh, so just yes, all the gold right now. that's what I've been saying since day one. Yes, I've been saying. Have I not been saying that? No, you have. I not been saying that either. It was either EO or I was like, someone's failing. Like one of them is failing this year. Like I just like what someone is. What if, what if they don't though? So if who's holding? Were they both successfully cash in? <laughs> I really thought. I really thought Priest was cash again last night. I was like. And that's why I knew he wasn't cashing in because they won the belts. That's why I knew. They, it, it just didn't. Yeah. No, but see, that's 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 would also be the perfect opportunity to do that, right? Like, you just win. You have to win the titles, and then he cashes in. And now you have this kind of awkward thing between, you know, Finn and Damien, right? Because, like, Finn was trying to win. He didn't win. Here comes Damien. He wins. He's at the title now. And Finn is always just eyeing the title. And I just think that you have like this awkwardness of like going back up. I I, I would have liked to see it, but it is what it is at this point. So uh, he hasn't cashed in yet. So, and it, it gives an excuse for Seth to kind of re- let go of the title, right? Like they've just been selling his back the whole, this, these last four weeks. Like he's got a hurt back. He's yeah. got a broken back, broken back, back, broken, broke back, whatever. Like, <laughs> broke just, back. yo, just have him, just have him lose, have him drop the title to Priest, and then he's not, it's not like he he's gonna have lost him. last night. This he man should have lost last through. night. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah, he got his teeth, bro. Since he was whipping, he, up, last night. he, he was, he was, he was whipping his tail. <laughs> oh, Priest is a bum. <laughs> Ron Holiday's in the chat. Hi, Ron. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because if see someone else agreeing with me, thanks Noah. Yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, what's next? That's what I said. I said that already. I'm, you know, I'm not answering. Oh, that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was reading the comments. All right, moving on. All right, let's talk about Bray. This was, this was, this was, this was a. Uh, 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 I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite, favorite Bray Wyatt moments. I broke my heart. Um, <sighs> when I first saw him pop up on NXT with that new character, from day one, literally from day one that he opened his mouth as Bray Wyatt, like I was hooked. And then just seeing and watching that progress, of how it progressed, it was, it was great. Like I know a lot of people shit on some of the stuff that he did, but it, it was good. It, it was entertaining. It sucked me in. Like, yeah, no, I fucked with Bray Wyatt from day one. I don't think I've ever not been on Bray Wyatt's side, no matter what he's done. Mm-hmm. It's like he's one of those that can't do no wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even when he does wrong. Even when. Yeah. He, even when he even, does. Even wrong. when he does. Even when he does, because that, that, that as, as many of the highs that he's had, there are some lows. There, <laughs> as everyone does, everyone does. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be a hundred. I have like, I, I thought about this. I, I thought you were gonna ask this question, right? I really believed you were gonna ask this question, and I, I was trying to limit my moments to a top moment, and I, 
I didn't even have one. So I have like three different moments that instantly popped in my head that I was like, yo, these are like my favorite moments of Bray, right? So, and there's no in particular order, right? But uh, when Bray and the when the Wyatt family showed up and the Shield were like wanting to get into that initial confrontation, and remember, like Seth was like, well, if you guys are gonna do something, why don't you come down here and do it? And Bray was like, funny was thinking the same thing and they came out and there's that moment where like the two biggest factions at that time were on either side of the ring listen like i'm welling up thinking about it but i got like mad goosebumps i was like this is it this is gonna be like the greatest fights ever and (laughs) i was so enamored with like just just listening to bray deliver his stuff but at this moment this was like the complete badassness of just what the white family were because, like, Bray was, like, he got these two dudes behind him who understood his vision and what he wanted to accomplish. And the S.H.I.E.L.D. were just a pack of hungry dogs that were looking to fight. And you just see these these two forces just meet in the middle of the ring. And it's so funny when I look back at it and think, man, like, because of that loss to the Wyatt family was ultimately the reason why the S.H.I.E.L.D. fell apart. Like, it was Bray Wyatt that caused that. Like, I know people can be like, well, Hunter had to play and be. Shut the fuck up. Bray, <laughs> Bray did know, he, it, he got the ball rolling. He got the ball he rolling. Did. Because remember, like, eventually, like, had that, like a, they had that third match where Seth Rollins skipped out. Like, he jumped out the ring. He was like, yo, I'm out. And he was pissed. And, like, that ultimately let down. I like the moment with um, when it was Roman and Bray and they were tagging. And you see Bray, like, his sister Abigail, and he's just standing in the pen. He just oh yeah, points and the spear. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a great moment to me too. It was like I was like, oh my god, like that's just a killer point. That's just like this man not even looking behind, just got him. <laughs> and then like my favorite moment, and I, I will probably say this will probably be my, my my favorite moment of like all my favorite moments was. And I told you guys about this, and it's it's been on this show that I said this, right? Was when Bray Wyatt showed up with the Firefly Funhouse. I was like, this is by far like oh, yes. my favorite oh, that was great. ever in pro wrestling. It because great. it's like, here's this dude. And I and the funniest <laughs> thing was it reminded me of this movie Demolition Man, right? Where like Wesley Snipes was talking to uh, I forget who he's talking to in the movie, but he's like, God, you're like an evil Mr. Rogers. And he throws his gun <laughs> to uh, Jesse Ventura and Jesse shoots him, right? Shoots the, the mayor. And like seeing Bray come out as this like the evil Mr. Rogers just like spoke to me and I like got captivated in just the way that he was delivering everything. And then we got the introduction of the fiend. And by all means I thought like that was like the greatest thing that had ever happened like for him and for the business because everybody got behind it you know what i mean like you're talking about a guy who literally was telling people that he was there that they were his fireflies and he was just there and like the crowd got behind him and this man was like a complete entity he was the and, and, and unfortunately like his time got cut short right let's be real this man was the undertaker of our generation oh like, no he was my, my wife would says that like all the time like yeah. he's this new age's undertaker I yeah agree with that yeah the myth the mythical character i mean he got the he got the nod i mean the match with him and undertaker it wasn't that bad no it was really fun no it wasn't bad at all amazing like just 
and he got to wrestle him at WrestleMania too. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, and and then, uh, with him and Randy, he had to, he had to lose too because like that was right after he lost to Brock, and then mm-hmm. he beats Bray, and then he loses to Roman. And I'm like, should have been lost. the other way around. Should have <laughs> lost, and then you know it should have been Bray winning. <laughs> right. Agreed. Uh, I got a lot of man. Like I said, I I watched the Bray Wyatt character from when it debuted. I was there. They uh, when Wyatt family debuted in Baltimore, and um, I do remember that. Yeah, and just watching that was that was really really cool for me. Just the whole thing. We're here, like that was the very first. We're here though, with the lantern and all that. Oh man, there's just so much. The, the just the whole idea of cinematic matches. Like we we got like thank you Bray Wyatt for saving us and during the pandemic. Like that match with John Cena. I was just about oh to God. say, thank you for I saving WrestleMania. <laughs> my that match with John Cena. My what? It's funny. My wife loved that match just because of the psycho like the psychological stuff behind it. She's just like. Yeah. Wow, this is just great. And I was just like, this is crazy. I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, you think this is great? Cool, right, cool. I don't know what I'm watching. It, I think I'm watching the destruction than... of John Cena before my eyes. What I think I'm watching, but yeah, man. And like, and like, it Bray, the fiend, it was, it was. And like, when Bray came back and this, the, the, the Uncle Howdy, the stuff, I, I only I just wish we could just see what the whole story, you know, uh, once that's everything unfolded. And you're right, I agree. I think that's what really hurts the most, especially for, for his fans us that really were really were invested in Bray. Like really like like was in the, we were in the story with him. Like when, when he was talking to the people that hey, you've been with me, he was he was talking to us. So we don't get to see the full story and you know, all the different characters on like what if the fiend would come back? What if what if the other Bray Wyatt comes back? You know, what if all the character, all this stuff? And w- so those promos, those promos he was doing when he came back, dude. Uh, he was just a great, just a great storyteller, that man. First promo when he oh. came back and he was in SmackDown and he was speaking from the heart as Wyndham and not as Bray will always resonate in my head and in my heart because it was like you just watched the man. Just like open up completely, mm, and right? it was just so open with everything, and it was like, how does how does WWE initially let go of somebody like this who legit like when he came back and that door opened at Extreme Rules, right? The camera, the camera on the microphones on the camera, right, are so sensitive they only pick up what's in front. They could not hear this man say, "We're here." Right before he blew the lamp yeah. out, this man comes back out. We can't even start speaking. Is already in tears because the crowd just talk about how much they missed him. Like you genuinely missed on this man so badly because you just didn't know how to book him. And 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 I get it, right? Not everything that he did was going to be a home run, but this man had a mind for the business that was and and it's it's going to be hard to compare because of how great some of these other people were, but. Look at people like a Jericho or as uh, Heenan, right? 
or as Paul Heyman, like this man had that kind of ability to foresight things that were coming and able to adapt his way through it. And it's just, it's so hard to look back and see somebody like Bray is gone, but to know like this man legitimately, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Right. But like every episode for the Firefly Funhouse is, is there's a name for each episode. Right. And mm-hmm. each episode yes, was that. from a promo that he had said six months in advance before he ever became, you know, the Firefly Funhouse leader. Like oh, this- I didn't know that. So, I mean, like, this dude was, like, able to, like, understand, like, hey, this isn't working. This is going to start working. We're going to do this. We're going to get this. People say that I ramble too much. So, I made a character called Ramblin' Rabbit, you know. And it's just, bro, the dude had just the the most beautiful mind for the business. And it sucks that he's gone. The QR code. Yep, the QR codes. Dude, that was ingenious. Oh, yeah, the QR codes are great. was ingenious. I was so jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous. I mean, look at, look at, look at the character that I had, like you know, a couple of years back. It wasn't inspired by Brave, but it was. I had the idea, and then the fiend popped up, and it was like, well, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm doing it anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> Well, and that's what I said. I was talking about it. Like, I was like, just imagine that. And I, I put it on Twitter and I put it up on Facebook too. And I was like, imagine that you have a guy that just like comes out and says some shit that just like captivates you, like on a personal level. Right. And then this guy comes out with a new character because like the old one just kind of like fades off. Right. And then right. you find yourself like, of all of a sudden, you find yourself not fearing of having to, hey, let me, let me let go. Let me let go of these pre-notions of like, hey, I'm too scared to do this because this guy legitimately just carried a whole fun character that has a dead serious side to him. And I was like, and I want to do that same thing. And then like the newer version of Red Dog starts to become and more open, right? And it's all inspired because of Bray Wyatt just doing this thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. I wanna do, I wanna do that because of him. So yeah. I was like, I'm very grateful that I got to experience what that looked like. And then get to run with it myself. That is good. And on top of that, he was a cool ass dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You nice. top all of that, and he was actually a cool, legit, like cool person. Yeah, like to his fans. Anytime he was in public, like his family in the locker room, you would figure somebody like that. Like usually, somebody like that is very secluded, private, kind of standoffish, because that's me. (laughs) 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 But, like, he was a legit cool dude, so that's what makes it even, like, I guess, cooler, because everybody has, like, memories that I've got a chance to meet him and, you know, share locker room with him that it's not, like, like he was just a cool fucking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ah, feels so sad. I feel bad for his family. That yeah, visual really at cool. the end though of SmackDown. Oh, with the, the land. Yeah, that was creepy. Land. That was eerie and creepy. No, the whole thing. The silhouette on the freaking what's the name? That was creepy. Yeah, yeah. And if it, it, it was I great, was, it was great though. Like it, it was just, it was great. 
I was going to say, like, how beautifully was that shot that you had to take a second to you had to take a second to think about um, how it was filmed? Because you had to look at it for a second, like, wait, is Bray really in the ring or is right? How is this being shot? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's a lane. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was like, damn. All right, well, we just lost. <laughs> we just lost Damien just out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, we did? Wow. All right. Yep. yep. Okay. That happened. That happened. One, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, all righty. Well, then. Uh, is he back? He's, nope, he's not back yet. He's not back. All right. All right, then. Well, with that being said, if you made it to the end of this show, all right, you got to this point. Oh, he's gone. Oh, well. <laughs> he was just going to talk trash more about the oh. Bucks. Oh, he's, he's back? Uh, yeah, he's starting to connect back in. Okay. There he is. Yeah, somebody <laughs> tried to call me. My bad. All right, let's, 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 let's see this. Where are we yeah. at? We're in the wrap-up. That's it. Chaz was telling everybody that, you know, they win trophies and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I still is say fuck Tony Khan. You're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. You're, you're a dumbass. Bad timing of growing balls. Very... Very bad timing to grow a set of fucking balls and do something. And I can't even say that you grew a set of balls. Because all you did was follow the recommendations of fucking idiots. So, <laughs> with that being said, technically, I would have loved to say, you know what? I'm proud of you for standing up for yourself. But after the bullshit that you said live on fucking collision and then getting booed the fuck out of the building, basically, and sounding like you were going to cry. He did sound like he was going to cry. At the beginning, or was crying, because you're an idiot. You're, 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 you obviously don't know what you're doing. Please give it to somebody. Give it to your yeah. dad. I think no. your dad will do a better job. Uh, he probably wouldn't. Give it to Shivani and Daniel Bryan. I mean, Brian Danielson. That's what needs to happen. Brian Danielson was his, his right-hand man. Exactly. So yeah, he needs he to did. give it to Brian and 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 Shivani and call it for a little while. Yo, step away for a little while. You need to go take care of the Jaguars. Yo, like, come on. Afraid for your life, my dude. Really? Really? Hilarious. I can understand your safety, but your life. Hilarious. Like, what, did, like, Punk pull out a gun or a knife or a bazooka? Probably not. And if he didn't care. Exactly. exactly. He's wearing trunks. <laughs> Yo, he was hiding it right on the side of his trunks. He thought he might have to use it on Samoa Joe. Because, I mean, I don't blame him. But, I mean... Oh my gosh! Goodbye. All right. So anyway, right. if you you got to this part after you know Damien talk about bringing out a Uzi on uh, on on Joe, uh, thank you for listening. You get a trophy for my PlayStation users. You get an achievement for the Xbox users. For my PC users, you get. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Okay. Don't I be won't. a dick. I, I think they do get some kind of award or achievement. No, they don't. They get they get a uh, low disk space. That's what they get. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they get. And low disk go. space. <laughs> well, <there you> yeah. <laughs> I will always uh, throw the. <laughs> I will always go low, especially with PC users. But anyway, uh, again, make sure you follow us your favorite social media platform. All right, give us that five-star Fox Splash review on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yeah, follow us. Be on the lookout for some hot news coming out uh, with the three count coming soon. 
Uh, with that being said, make sure you uh go check out another episode. All right, we got an interview show that just dropped. Okay, you should go watch that. You should. Yeah, you should. Yep. In if you time. don't, I will find you. Goodbye. Hey, three count podcast listeners, it's your host, the icon Chaz Evans here. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. That's uh the Facebook. That's the Twitter, that's the Instagram, that's the Snapchat. Wait, we don't have Snapchat. The photo, but we don't have photo bucket. But make sure you follow us on all those things at 3CountPodcast or at 3Count underscore pod. That's on the Twitter, by the way, 3Count underscore pod. But yeah, definitely also make sure you check out our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to our videos. And if you really like us a lot, a lot, definitely go find us on ProWrestlingTees.com slash the number 3CountPod and get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt and make sure you continue listening to us